everyone, and welcome to another episode of Leah and Kat going completely crazy. I mean, uh, GFT Geeks and, Geeks and Family Therapy. <laughs> we are uh, having another day where we are recording in the middle of the day because of the fact that I am a family therapist. I do have clients to go who go into crisis, so sometimes we have to rearrange our schedule. So this is a Sunday morning, and it's a nice fall day here in Pennsylvania. Um, but if anybody knew, it is August, and it is a nice fall day. It is officially like 60-something degrees here. No! Yeah, I'm freezing, in all honesty. I don't do well in anything under 70-something, so... I refuse. I accept. I do not accept this. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> We can blame him for a lot of things, but I'm not sure the weather can be blamed on Trump. Legitimately, yes, it can. Okay, so we'll let we'll let Leah blame Trump for the fact that it's cold outside today. Yes, because global warming. Well, he doesn't believe in that, so yeah. Exactly, so it is his fault. It's his fault. So we were going to start recording a little bit earlier, and I know nobody cares about this because you guys listen to it when you feel like it, um, but I just thought it'd be kind of funny so you can see the attention span that we have. I was also creating business cards because New York Comic Con is... Around the corner. Yeah, pretty much like a, almost a, a full month away because it's the very end of August, and by the time this episode goes live, it'll probably be September. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> so about a month away is New York Comic Con and no we are not cool enough to have a panel in New York Comic Con this year but we will be recording while we're there um, so I thought I'd have some business cards for it and Leah and I were kind of creating stuff and she didn't like my idea for the back of it so she is doing exactly what I created but making it completely different i can't um, do i really can't it's not okay i'm not okay all right so i'm gonna fix it and I, we're all gonna be happy and friends okay yes okay. that's that's all i can say about it we will be all happy and friends and they will be beautiful uh beautiful business cards and so yeah so i will have new business cards that look gorgeous that she will approve of <laughs> yay so, Leah, have you watched The Defenders? <laughs> so, you mean, what you really mean is Power Man, Blind Guy, uh-huh. White Privilege Man, uh-huh. and She-Ra. And She-Ra. So, I, I, thought, I thought we were calling Daredevil Blind Ninja. No, that's Stick. That's Stick? Stick's a blind well, ninja. But Daredevil's <laughs> kind of blind ninja. He's the demon of Hell's Kitchen. Okay, alright, alright, alright. <laughs> so... So, did you like it, is the question. So, each of them had their own, She's like, things. She's making faces. That... I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so, I grew up in a theater environment um, in high school and junior high. So, just about every scene that Jessica Jones is in could realistically put on, be put on a play, and nobody would be able to tell the difference. If this was done literally on stage, because she barely has more than two people in most of her um, interactions, it's usually a one-to-one. -one. Um, she does, like, there was, like, a phone scene that was, like, straight out of a off-Broadway $10 ticket um, play. Hello? Who is this? Yes. Oh, yes. Can you really help me with this? 
please. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. We don't hear nothing about it. We don't know what she's going on on the line. She's doing all of this acting on her own. This is a this is an off Broadway play going on. Her literal world is just one big off Broadway play. Then we got white privilege <laughs> okay. man who must tell everybody who he is at all times. Okay. So, and I have to uh, explain a conversation that, that Shannon, my husband, and I were having uh, regarding Danny. I keep wanting to say Danny Phantom. Danny <laughs> Rand. <laughs> Danny Rand. Um, and the reason why I don't like him, and he keeps reminding me that this these are just the, um, the beginning, and this is just <laughs> sort of origin stories for all of them. But I kind of, like, got into Buddhism and Hinduism, and none of those really focus on chi, but with... I guess, martial arts that I've done in the past. And I still meditate with that. There is that harnessing of energy. And depending on what belief system that you follow, the fact that Danny Rand is, what's the word? A brat and <laughs> so angry all the time. And Kind of would put, yes, he's a brat. Um, mm -hmm. Would kind of block Chi. So that's where I was kind of going, okay, this is weird. Uh, why would we think that Danny Rand is this immortal Iron Fist? Mm -mm. Uh, then then Shan, yeah, Shan said the funny thing, which I kind of believe him, that Disney can't do the metaphysical stuff. Mm. So if you look at Danny Rand, the whole thing is he is the immortal Iron Fist. And he, and as he says, I summon my chi and I get this iron fist or, you know, whatever it is that he says. But that's literally how he explains it to everybody. So, you know, I summon my chi, I summon my chi, I summon my chi. And that's, that, that's his whole thing. <laughs> he doesn't go into further explanation of it. He, and to me, it seems that he just assumes everybody understands what he's talking about. I love Luke Cage because Luke Cage is everybody Cage's who has point no is that he doesn't understand sugar, honey, iced tea about any of this. So he just looks at him and just starts laughing because <laughs> it makes no sense to him. But there is, but but Disney can't do the metaphysical stuff. So if you go into Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange was kind of not the greatest explanation of metaphysics either. And Thor is a god, but because of the way they were kind of explaining it, you kind of look at it and go, oh, so they're aliens. Yeah. They kind of like explained it away. We were just aliens yeah. and you just think we're gods. Yeah. So not point blank. He's a god. Yeah. So that has to do with the Disney universe controlling the Marvel cinematic. You know what's funny? So there's a meme that's hysterical. It shows mm -hmm. a picture of the Justice League and it shows a picture of the Avengers. And they show the Justice League saying God's trying to be mortals and it shows the Avengers as mortals trying to be gods. Then you go back to the Justice League and it's like day 247. They still have not figured out that I'm a mortal. Batman. Oh, and it's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then they flip to the Avengers. Day, day 636. They still have not figured out I'm a god. Thor. <laughs> So uh, that that would be that whole thing that I, I feel that is the only reason why I'm guessing I don't like Danny Rand. And I hope as they progress with the Iron Fist story and he can then use both fists, because I kind of find it weird that he can only light up one fist. 
he maybe it's just have enough chi yet yeah so all this all this time he's the immortal iron fist and i think he uh it was explained at one point that he punched the molten heart Ooh. of a dragon and again, the way this is said, it's almost as if it's mumbled by these villains and and um, and by Danny, so that you kind of completely overpass it by everything else that's happening. It's like he says it, and there's this cat dropping stuff in the background. No, that's not exactly what happened, but this is what you would think. They really are bypassing the metaphysical part of it. The, the fact that there is an actual belief system that believes in chi and being able to summon your power energy thing. Wow, that was a horrible explain, explanation. I just had a wibbly wobbly timey wimey explanation for that. I'm very sorry, people. And and maybe one day we'll talk about Defenders. I just wanted to kind of like touch base and see if she saw it because I did. And... I don't binge. I cannot binge. It's very hard for me to binge. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch it in one sitting, but I did okay. watch it in two sittings, which is close enough for me because I watched it on like the Saturday night and no, I watched it on the Friday night and finished it on Saturday. So that was like, that's as close to binging that I've ever gotten. And I'm very happy that I got to watch the whole thing. The last episode is 99.9% worth watching all the other episodes. Like, if anybody ever cares about what I'm into, Misty Knight is a real MVP. Sorry, not sorry. She made it. She made everything for me. And exactly what I wanted to happen in the end happened. And, like, I spent the entire series watching it. Like, I really hope this happens. I really hope this happens. And last episode, I'm like, yes! And I'm like, this is so terrible. But yes! We shouldn't be happy. Yes! Wow. I like the fact that we're not really giving spoilers today. Hey! No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. (laughs) And that's for those people who uh, who have not seen... You guys have one more week before I, I start talking about I start talking about it. So good luck. Yeah. So just to let you guys know, next episode spoilers. <laughs> so let's go on with today's episode, which has nothing to do with defenders whatsoever, except unless you use watching TV sort of as a coping skill. That is also true. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people who when they have a long day at work and have gotten frustrated the only thing they want to do is kind of binge on some TV and decompress before they even remotely start dealing with their world. Do I think it's the best? No, but it works. That's good for the goose. So, so. Leah, how did you like code therapy? So, okay, so becoming, working in media psychology, one of the first things they asked us to get into, and like, because there's not a huge field for media psychology, they were like, so becoming a therapist online would be a great idea, because it's a new market, it's a new focus, and it Mm -hmm. gives a lot of people new opportunities in getting in contact with you. Okay, great, fine, dandy. Um, So I learned a lot about psychology through various sites ages ago and so this video is called code therapy we'll leave the link um under the podcast for you to watch for yourself it basically 
address one person's it followed one person's story about his dealing with his mental health issue and realizing and finding methods to address it we're in a world that ha- he did not have any kind of support like that to say this is what i need this is what i should do it's very interesting I I enjoyed it. I I often tell people to use these opportunities. And so this is like straight down my alley because there are three real reasons why people don't um, go to mental health services. They can't afford it. They don't want people to know they have it and they don't understand it. So people don't understand. Like at one point the lady says, oh, there's a statement that says, one in five, one in four people have mental health issues. And she's like, but if you said only one in four people have physical health issues, people would be like, what are you talking about? That makes no sense. Everybody has physical health issues. And in the same breath, I agree with her to say everyone has some sort of mental health issues. It may not on the same spectrum. So I just like me stubbing my toe is not the same as you breaking an ankle, but everybody does have a moment where they're sad. They need somebody to talk to etc so um so i'm gonna read just the uh a real quick blurb from it so co-therapy um it says co-therapy a film about technology and mental health about the film co-therapy is a short documentary about how technical uh, technology is changing the way mental health services are delivered mental illness such as depression is one of the leading causes of disability worldwide um, so that's not even just saying the United States. One in four adults in the United States experience some type of mental illness every year, yet over 100 million people across the nation lack access to sufficient mental health services. In countries with less developed health care sim- systems, the situation is even more troubling. Code Therapy is a documentary short about the uh, application of digital technology in the field of mental health, behavioral intervention technologies, such as online programs and apps that teach evidence-based therapy skills, have the potential to make mental health support more accessible and affordable. Websites and social media platforms provide another way to disseminate mental health information, particularly to uh, particularly to an increasingly connected generation of millennials around the globe. So, uh, I mean, and that's not even the whole thing. I just don't feel like playing a narrator. Narrator. If I did, we would do Morgan Freeman voice. <laughs> I, I can't even do that. My voice is way too high for that. I want, I want to be like, in today, in GFT. I think we need to hire a narrator for these moments so that they can read it with and, and do Morgan Freeman voice. If you have a bass voice, send us a message. <laughs> Bass. It must be bass. No altos. Definitely no sopranos. And please do not give me a falsetto. Bass. Bass. <laughs> like the guy from Pentatonics. He can. Guy from Pentatonics. Hit us up. You can talk for us. Thank you. Yep. We will not pay you. <laughs> Just a quick one. Yeah, we will not pay you. We do this for free. Uh, so co-therapy is great it's a 15 minute video it's nothing long it doesn't take a lot out of your day and he talks about he was suffering from depression how he began discovering uh what his symptoms were which i loved was that he went into what his daily symptoms were like he still attempted to have what people would call a meaningful life but because he wasn't getting help for it 
uh, his depression was overcoming him. And, and he has this really great, um, I guess, Irish, Scottish accent. I'm horrible with accent names, so I'm going to just say that. I'm pretty um, sure he was Scottish. Yeah, it was it was really was cool. Scottish? No, wait. He was Irish. No, he was Irish. You want to know why? Because I have a friend who he's a singer over in Ireland, mm-hmm. and that was and it's the same lit to his voice. Okay. When we spoke, and I was like, "Yep, you're Irish." So the uh, but uh, yes, it's uh, 15 minutes. It talks about how his uh, his understanding of what his his symptoms were, and it took took finally breaking down and talking to his mom to finally say oh yeah this is what i have you hear that kids talk to your mother she's waiting for you you haven't called her in three days and she will show up at your college and put up posters saying have you seen this child this actually happened never mind okay this is all it's it has a couple of awards uh highly commended public health film festival of 2016 winner of best documentary the dublin international short film and music festival also 2016 official selection jellum short and long film festival 2016 and it was nominated for best documentary director uh, Global Impact Film Festival of 2016. So it's got a couple of uh, nominations and awards. And it came out, yeah, in 2016. So, oh, yeah. Here I am <laughs> trying to guess what this guy's accent was. Um, Dub- Dublin International Short Film. Yeah. Hey! Guess who's right, 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 right again, again, again. Leah's so- right, right, right. <laughs> Tell a friend, friend. Okay, I'm done now. During uh during the documentary, we hear from uh, Alejandro Fung, who is a co-founder of Lant- Lantern, which is one of the apps we'll actually be talking about in the episode. Rob Morris, co-founder of Coco. Steve Schuller, Schuller, sorry, assistant professor at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine and faculty member at the Center of Behavioral Intervention Technology. And Jen Hy- Hyatt, CEO of Big White Wall, um, another one of the apps we'll be talking about. So with this documentary on this page has a link to uh, the top 10 mental health apps. And this is from Psychiatry Advisor, um, which is, of course, a web page for psychiatric clinicians. I actually didn't know about this page, even though I'm part of the APA. I think I have to start actually paying attention to the APA website. (laughs) for shame i know um but and and it was funny because some of the apps that they talk about i actually have used or recommended to people so i I guess i want to preface this with a with a little um you know small story about like a friend of mine who has had issues with mental health uh problems and she's been trying to get help but um Medical insurance in the United States still kind of sucks. Um, and she still has to pay a huge deductible before she gets to sort of see a doctor. So she's putting out a lot of money out of pocket right right, right up front. Thanks um, for my so, job. So she doesn't get to see a mental health worker because she has other doctors that she kind of needs to see first before that. Um, and no matter what, the way the deductible is set up is most people will not hit the deductible before the end of the year. So you're still paying a lot out of pocket. Um, and so during this conversation, we'll talk about like some of the apps 
and one of them is I, I know everybody has that moment where they've seen the the thing where you can talk to technic uh i'm sorry a therapist online lantern is one of them but it is still really expensive to come out of pocket especially if you're working well you're not even making what people would think as is a livable salary so what's a livable salary what is a livable what livable <laughs> what is a livable salary these days well that Why depends on the word livable I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what state you live in. So yeah, so I mean the fees for Lantern is uh, $75 a month or $398 a year, which depending on your what your wages are, that doesn't sound like it's too much. But when you have to worry about paying rent, car insurance, car payments, or just transportation via um, mass transit those things kind of add up and that's not including things like food where some people actually will say I'm not going to even eat today because I don't have the money unless I have set food aside so yeah so we're that really sucks. yeah finances is still an issue with even with some of these apps but we'll we'll start talking about some of them uh, did you get to actually test out any of the apps yet Leo? there was one that I tried issue is is that some people are good with using apps. Some people are not. Mm-hmm. I am one of the nots. <laughs> so which app did you use? What was it? It wasn't Code Blue. It might have been Lantern. Basically, it, what I use, I don't remember the dis- um, the name. They gave me one of those free trials. So you got about a couple of hours. They gave you like a certain of hour, number of hours of free... It was like the first month was free. Okay. And so, and I think I wrote to her once. And and it was because simply I'm not the type, I speak more freely when I'm speaking to somebody. Than typing. Yes. When I'm typing, I've been a reader and a writer for years. So I've learned how to filter myself quite well as a writer. So what I write is not exactly how I sound speaking and it's not as open as I sound speaking because I know what I sound like day to day. My conversation with you is totally different by how, how I type. I'm very boring when I type because I'm very like, so these are the points A, B, and C. I don't have a problem this and I keep walking. And that's not what you need a psychologist for because that basically what you need therapy for is to ex- deal with your problems. And typing for me was not how I deal my, with my problems. Okay. So it did not work for me. Um, unfortunately, but it was very interesting to search and look into. It was very interesting to experience to say that I've done it. I do recommend it to people who are not like me and are more open with typing their feelings to other people. So I have tried, um, breathe to relax, which is one of the, of course, the top 10 mental health apps. And I've been using breathe to relax for a while. I get overwhelmed with um, pretty much like day-to-day things, uh, work, paperwork, dealing with my supervisor, uh, writing what I'm supposed to be writing sometimes, <laughs> and, I, and I need to bring myself down. So Breathe to Relax is a great app where it, it literally helps you s- develop breathing techniques. And I'm going to say this wrong. It helps you with diaphragmic breathing so that's really breathing into the diaphragm 
most people, when they breathe, fill up only the top of their lungs, which is the reason why it looks like your chest goes out when you breathe. And when you're supposed to truly be breathing into the diaphragm, your stomach would actually sort of fill up. And it's it's a really... So what it says here is, uh, breathe to relax is an app developed for stress management. It walks users through breathing exercises that help to reduce stress, stabilize mood, control anger, and manage anxiety. The app's developers note that it can be used on its own to help reduce stress or in combination with other therapies. Um, it's free on iOS and Android devices. So if you are... Oh, actually, one of the things I forgot to mention on it that they don't talk about here is it does help you with uh, muscle... Re- uh, something muscle relaxation. I can't remember the name of it. So progressive muscle relaxation. I don't know why I forgot progressive. Um, so What's it'll, that? So progressive muscle relaxation is things like... Uh, there's somebody who will talk, talk through you. So sort of like a meditative state, but it'll say things like tense up your toes, squeeze them really, really tight and then release them. And then you want to do the same thing to your calves. So tense up your calves and then release. Yes. Wait. So I have another app that I actually do use for that. Okay. Which one is that one? It's called Calm. And it's basically a meditation app that I've been using for two or three years Okay. when I can't sleep. So I have a really problem, a really um, bad problem with sleeping. I get insomnia at times. Mm-hmm. Probably something I should see a therapist about. Yeah. But when I used it, it did teach me that exact method about um, tightening a muscle, then let it relax, then tighten the next muscle and moving your way all the way up to the top of your head. And then back down, and then by the time you went up and down, you should have been calm enough to go to sleep. And then it's like, okay, it was nice talking to you today, and next time we'll talk on calm. And you're like, okay, nice lady, good night. So yeah, so breathe to relax. We'll actually have a session, have have one part of it that will walk you through that, but it focuses mostly on the breathing, and it also goes. So one of the other things I like about it is. When it's teaching you these this breathing, it also teaches you the when you're doing this diaphragmic breathing, how much more oxygen different parts of your body is getting. Um, I like that just for the the science part of it. Most people don't even like that part, but or most people won't even use that part. But yes, it'll it'll put a uh, a fun. nice scre- uh, scene in the background, and it'll tell you you know inhale. It'll count it, it'll, and then it'll tell you to exhale, it'll count it. So it's a really great thing to help you if you have uh, anxiety or stress and you just need something to help. So if you're dealing with anxiety, it's something to help in correlation with therapy. I will never say. So, oh my God, I should have said this to begin with. Nothing that we are saying is anything that, basically, if you have not seen a therapist for any of this, please get help. Yes, we will talk about some therapies that you can go online for, and we will put links to everything. But it, besides that, you want to get help from somebody. Um, yeah, so guys. don't use so don't use some of these apps thinking, okay, yeah, this is going to help me with something, and you don't even have the diagnosis. Yeah, we're giving you painkillers. We're not giving you surgery. Yeah, you're. We're helping you find 
coping mechanisms until you can get yourself to a therapist or we can help you talk about small steps and we can always help with small steps we are not big steps we do not have big steps um and we cannot we are not having a conversation with you face to face to encourage a big step yeah we are not your we are not your therapist so do not take this as we are diagnosing anybody um, I will never diagnose anybody that I meet. So uh, if you come up to me and say, hey, by the way, I've been suffering from this, I'd be like, okay, well, I can nice point you. you. Yeah, I can point you in the right direction. But I, mm-hmm. I would never say, oh, it sounds like you have blah. It's like trying to go to your uncle like, hey, hey, I know you're a doctor. Can you look at this um, scar on my elbow? No, no, I cannot. Yeah, especially, especially since I'm a gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> so the next app is Lantern. Um, Lantern is a web and mobile-based platform that combines cognitive behavioral therapy. We've talked about CBT in several different episodes. Uh, so cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy techniques with advice from real experts. Users start by taking an assessment test to determine their strengths and weaknesses in five areas body strengths stress anxiety mood sleep and social life lantern provides daily exercises tailored to suit users needs based on the results of their assessment each user is also matched with a professional coach trained in cbt who can provide seed uh, feedback and answer any questions lantern is a subscription-based service with a monthly price of 70 75 dollars per month or 398 dollars a year which uh Averages out to $33 a month. Lantern is primarily web-based, but also has the option of a free supplemental app for iOS device. So it's not available on Android's people. Again, so this is one of those apps where we would say, if you have the money for it and you're like me, you don't have a lot of time to actually sit there and go to a therapist, or therapists are just very few and far between in your area, This may be something that you will look into if you just need something to help, again, with mood disorders, uh, sleep disorders, problems with your social life, uh, and your stress and anxiety levels. Um, I don't know. I can't say that, yes, they will diagnose you. I can't say that, no, they won't diagnose you. All I can say is... If you can afford it, give it a check, uh, give it a try. They're, they will use CBT. So these are evidence-based um, techniques, which means that we've worked on them before. We know that these work in general. Not everything works for everybody. And that's something you'll learn as you go along in therapy. So a lot of it is generalized. Mm-hmm. You know what? We oh. didn't talk about Code Blue. And Code Blue was something that I did like for... So if you're a parent and your teenager is being bullied or suffers from depression, Code Blue is an app you want to look into for their mobile devices. So Code Blue is designed to provide teenagers struggling with depression or bullying with support when they need it. Users can choose several contacts to be made part of their support group. With a few taps, the app will alert the support group that the user needs immediate help. Members of the support group can then text or call the user. The app can also share the user's location with the support group, and members can indicate that they are on their way to see the user in the uh, in person. Uh, so Code Blue will be free and is expected to launch this spring on both iOS and Android. 
it is out sorry i was just reading what it was read what it had written down there it is out now it's a free mobile app you can get it on ios and android and this is also great so if you know your child has been uh bullied in school you can definitely have people who can get to your child quickly um family members who are supportive of helping them with their bullies things like that and also this is one of those ways I, i mean i hate to say it but the way this world is lately if you're concerned that your child can get beat up because of the bullying if it's that severe you can trace them and see where they're at mm, sending all my kids to taekwondo sorry not sorry <laughs> and it's funny because all of my my all of my male cousins are brown belts or higher uh. and so i refused to i hate competitions i'm non-competitive okay I'm a, so and and a commitment phobe so i never went further with the um than a blue stripe okay but i realized quite early and i lived in a pretty interesting neighborhood Mm -hmm. and i lived in a couple of pretty interesting neighborhoods so bullying was it was taught you a couple of things but it also forced me to learn self-defense and but the thing is is that today's bullying is not about needing self-defense and need it's, it's about needing resilience nowadays because these pe- these kids are mean yeah and i say this because i'm mean <laughs> speaking of mean so let me tell you what i did and i'm not proud but i'm kind of proud okay so this kid posted some shenanigans on the internet okay he said he was very proud of himself on a league of legends site and basically said I got rewarded for being a nice guy on the internet, but I still don't have my support girlfriend. And so me being me and not quite the nicest person on the planet, mm-hmm. immediately face checks him because when you state make a statement like that, you are literally asking for a female to look. You're like, why am I still single? And eventually somebody like me is going to tell you exactly why you're still single. <laughs> So he goes, so he's like, oh, I don't have uh, my Jana girlfriend. And so my immediate response was, well, if you took pictures of, I don't know, yourself as your profile pic instead of anime waifus, you might have one. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. He got a little triggered. I got like about eight messages that I didn't respond to about, oh my God him either trying to like be hard about it oh you're that really hurt me like the fake um trying to be cocky about it Uh or like or like some legit argument happened after mind you i only posted that one comment and like walked away from it (laughs) because again this is where i was at in that conversation (laughs) i just didn't understand that i but it really annoyed and the internet puts you in a situation where it lies to you. The internet lies to you. Newsflash. Internet lies. So the biggest lie that it tells everyone is that you are by yourself and your thoughts are your own. So that's not true, you're saying? Absolutely not. Because Uh basically the internet makes you think that you're just, you're, because you're not surrounded by people, because you're not speaking it aloud, Mm -hmm. 
people treat the internet like it's their conscience, like it's with the back of their mind. This is what they're thinking. And they're just typing it out because in their head, we're like, oh, I'm just thinking this, but I'm in the safety of my house. And you're not realizing that your safety of your house is also connected to my house, his house, hers house, everybody's house. And their thoughts are coming out too. And they're not as, and they might not um, agree with you or you're going to get an answer to what you're saying. Like, I complain constantly that I'm single. I'm like, oh my God, you get you get guys um, proposing to you left and right, and I still can't get a man. I say that all the time. I'm not posting that on the internet because one day somebody's going to tell me, well, it's because you were, you're an asshole. That's why you don't you can't get a man. <laughs> and I'm going to feel the type of way. Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm not an asshole. I'm a good person. But then I got to say to myself, well, I put myself out there because I asked this question of myself. And somebody finally answered. Yep. Sorry, but and you are an asshole. It is. It's true. That's why we get Never said I wasn't. Eh. Like, some guy was like, why can't you be nice? I was like, at no point in time did I say I was a good person. <laughs> no point in time. Don't ever ask me to be a good person because I'm going to tell you that I'm not. And people won't agree with me. Mm-hmm. My dearest friends truly do not believe believe that I'm a bad person. Because I love volunteering and I love being doing philanthropic um, activities. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit there and pretend to be nice to make you feel good. And that, and because of that, because I refuse to pretend to be nice, I take the, the L and say I'm a bad person. That way you can't, you can't say, oh my God, she said she was nice and she's really mean. No, I'm a mean person. It's okay. We'll be all right. We'll okay. get there. But the thing is, is that bullying... So the issue with bullying on the internet is that it's very difficult to measure. So, well, I guess with that, this app, the, what is it? The code blue isn't going to be something for people who are being bullied online. We're always going to see the bullying online because like you said, it's, it doesn't even matter whose house you're in. You know, I can be in my house posting crap, but that's going all the way to Japan. If I'm getting bullied by somebody in Japan, guess what? Code Blue isn't going to help. That And that's where I'm like, conf- so that's where we end up in these situations. Because I'm like, these kids get depression. These kids have no resiliency these days, honestly. My personal opinion is that most of the kids these days have no resiliency. And that's our fault as adults. We set ourselves up for the situation. We were feeling bad about our our own childhood. We kind of OD'd with our kids. Mm -hmm. And so now these kids have zero resilience and everything hurts their feelings. And why can't people be moderate? I don't know. That's not, that's another (laughs) conversation for another day. All right. But we end up in these situations because now we have to have apps that track children because of extreme bullying. Yeah. And we have to have these situations where what happened to being able to talk to your parents? Well, and I think the other thing is, I mean, and and we've both seen it. It's not even just that, you know, extreme bullying. It's that even the parents are getting involved in the bullying. It's been all over the news and everything where, you know, parents will bully kids on social media apps uh, they'll I mean, how many times have you gotten that video where that th- those little girls were beating up another little girl and they had to be maybe that mom came out <laughs> five and or beat up everybody and, and, and the other little kid is like four. And I'm like, dude, you're not stopping it. Instead, you're recording mm. like, guess what? You're the problem. But in the same in the same light, these kids are reactions are different. 
today's reactions are hugely different. And we end up in these situations because, A, we're a reactory race mm-hmm. in general. Humans are very reactory. You give us this, this is what we're going to do. And we're in a situation where mental health is not being addressed. Yeah. So we have children who have legit and people who have legit mental health issues that cause them to lash out. And instead of addressing the lashing out, we fight. Or in the, on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who have mental health that do not allow them to be able to fight back and they end up being victims. Yeah. Or they have poor response to being a victim. And we're not addressing how this child can uh, uh, deal with their own problems. We want to watch the fight, A, or yell at everybody else as to why my child is being bullied. Oh my God, my child is being bullied. You have to do something about your child. But we also have to say, why, what is making you unable to stand up for yourself? What is making you unable to vocalize what your concerns are? Why, can't, why do you not feel comfortable speaking to an adult if it's getting to a point where you are in danger or that you feel that you are unsafe? what is going on in that conversation. And nobody wanna ha- wants to have those introspective conversations. I, I think that's going to be like, that, that's going to be like a whole different episode we need to get into. Oh God. <laughs> as as <laughs> you can see, think. we're human too. So we go off on tangents as well. Um, tangents are fun. Yeah. We're, we're going to try to rein this one back. <laughs> Where are um, we? Uh, next app is the PTSD coach. So I have recommended this app before. I've gone through it. I've looked through it. It's a decent app. I don't suffer from PTSD, so I wasn't really getting too much from it. But I did like what I saw in it. It can teach you how to manage symptoms, how to find supports. It gives you a self-assessment. And it teaches you about PTSD, which is one of my great, my favorite parts of it. So the PTSD Coach is an app developed by the Uh, Department of Veterans Affairs National Center for PTSD, intended for use by veterans, military personnel, and civilians experiencing symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. It provides a self-assessment tool that allows users to track symptoms over time. And and I have to stress it because it it puts it there in, in parentheses, but I want to stress this part. Though it does not clinically diagnose PTSD. So why go to a therapist? Yes. No matter what, you still need to see a therapist with this app, but it will help you track symptoms. And the reason why we want to say you want to track your symptoms is because when you track your symptoms, you get to identify triggers that cause the symptoms to come on. It gets to show you if you have an increase in triggers during a certain time of year. It shows you if your symptoms are decreasing and that those patterns are things we want to know as therapists when we're helping clients who suffer from different mental health disorders to to see, again, since all of this is evidence-based, but again, it doesn't always work for everyone. So we want to see what we're doing or what interventions that we're helping you with that are working versus those that aren't. So as well as tools for managing symptoms. Users can also store contacts of personal support, locate nearby treatment programs, and contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline quickly in emergencies. And and that's one of my favorite parts is that it does have a one-push uh, button for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, sometimes you can't get to your therapist. Sometimes your therapist is on vacation, Somet- and I'm sure they have somebody to talk to just in case. 
But if you have, and I hate to put it this way, but a nine to five therapist, so basically they have some late night hours, but not always. I'm sure they give you a, a, a number to call if you need somebody to talk to right then and there. Not all of them do this though. And some of them will just say, just call county crisis, just call emergency. But if you can contact the National uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline, there's always people there to talk when you really need it. So um, that's one of my favorite parts about it. It does have that one push button. Um, so the PTSD coach is available for free on both iOS and Android devices. Well, yes. We have to ask um, everybody and remind everybody to go see a therapist for because, again, this only tracks and assists you with the... It gives you painkillers, but yeah. it does not treat it. Yeah, these are, these are basically Tylenol when you're starting to get mm-hmm. that back pain, but it won't... If you have severe mm-hmm. back pain, it's not doing anything for you. Um, get thee to a chiropractor. <laughs> Our next app is called Optimism. I don't know anything about this, basically, except for what it says. Um, so it says Optimism is a family of applications that focus on self-tracking as a tool for coping with mental illness, including depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety, and PTSD. The app helps users detect patterns in their mood, creating a way to identify triggers and other things that affect their mental health. Users can create a customizable wellness plan to chart their coping mechanisms, and this can be updated as they come to have a deeper understanding of what they need to tackle, what they need to tackle, okay, their mental illness, so with their mental illness. Um, That one is available for download on Mac, OS X, Windows, iOS devices, and various web browsers. So again, this is just a tracking device. It's literally just there to help you with your um in conjunction again with the use of a therapist so for you to identify your triggers for you to uh see what's affecting your mental health issues Mm -hmm. one that i'm sure everybody has seen on facebook especially if you're in any type of mental health group is talk space that's the one that I got the free month on. Oh, okay. So Talkspace seems uh, seeks to make therapy more available by connecting users with over with one of over 200 licensed therapists via messaging. With a subscription to Talkspace, users get matched to a therapist that they can chat with at any time. The creators of Talkspace note that their app is not meant to be a substitute for in-person therapy. And their therapists are trained to identify when users need more extensive help than the app can provide. So again, right there, it's saying it is not a substitute for in-person therapy. It's saying you still need a person. You you may still need a therapist to see you on a one-to-one basis, but this will give you maybe something in the interim before you get an in um a one-to-one, or it may give you something to work with your regular therapist. It's free to download on iOS devices, but again, you're, you're going to want to pay the subscription fee, which is weekly, $49 a week, $99 a month, $228 a quarter, or $624 a year. Yeah, that's why I didn't stay. So again, but people have to remember that everyone has their own method of of self-healing so um as Talkspace um explained they are not a face-to-face therapist but 
some people may be better off with Talkspace than a face-to-face therapist, or like me, are better off with a face-to-face therapist than Talkspace, or some of them need both. It depends on what your needs are. Just like we were talking about allergies, I usually took one Benadryl um, every five hours, or I took a Zyrtec a day, and you need like 17 things and an inhaler, and... It depends. When she's saying you, she's talking to me. I I literally, (laughs) my my allergy routine just for me to live a daily life is is extreme. Yeah, she would die if she missed something. And I'm like, I'll just be itchy and runny-nosed and stuffy like I am right now. But (laughs) we both have allergies, but what I need is not what she needs, and what she needs is definitely not what I need. So it and for mental health is the same exact thing we mental everybody is, needs their own way yeah mental health is definitely going to be something that's going to be um tailored to your needs that's the word i was thinking of yes see we here we're here we got, got i got you i didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off <laughs> Uh, so then there's an app that is exclusively on uh in the uk which is Big White Wall. Rude. And it's so funny because I looked at the website and for some strange reason I was thinking of an episode of the TV show White Bear. Uh, no, sorry, Black Mirror, which is White Bear. So I saw Big black, big White big white Wall and I thought it said Black Bear for some... White Bear for some strange reason. I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I'm... I think it's lack of coffee. I've only had two cups today. Only two. Only two. No, I when you say big white wall, I thought of real quick of Mexico, but I'm I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> we we will leave that one right there. Uh, big white wall <laughs> is a community application where people suffering from various mental illnesses, um, and that's how you know it's a, a UK thing because they still say mental illness, whereas in the United States we say mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. So mental illnesses can come together and talk about their problems with support from trained therapists. The app features discussion boards, reference articles, and self-assessment tests. Users can register for online therapy programs. Big White Wall also lets users create a brick, which is a collage of pictures and images meant to encourage users to express themselves. The program forces uh, focuses on anonymity as a way for members to feel few, fewer stigmas about sharing their problems. So it's available free for certain people in the United Kingdom. So depending on financial and other things, you can get that free at, when you're in the UK. Uh, for those who don't qualify, Big White Wall costs tw- uh, £25 per month, which is about 36 60 US dollars. It also has a free supplemental app available in the U- United States for iOS and Android devices. So let's make something. I want to make a note. Mm-hmm. Two notes. My first note was, A, how is it anonymous and you're making a break with all the things that are personal to you? That's one issue. The, <laughs> <laughs> the other issue, and it's something that was mentioned in the video. Uh-huh. So in the video, they start stated, oh, with, what is it called? Code? Code therapy? With code therapy, yes. With code therapy, they were like, oh, all these other um, countries don't have access to this, to things like this. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, like, third world countries, like, deeply third world countries. And they and 
They were like, and they don't have access to all of that, this and the third. And I sat there, I was like, so y'all just not gonna throw, um, say the honest and truthful thing and put America on that list as well? Because, <laughs> sir, we're on that list nowadays. And we've been on that list for a while because it's something that has not been addressed or um, brought into the face of of American culture. We do not address mental health, therefore it's not covered by any of our surf, um, servers. And so things like the convergence on therapy and media therapy and using therapy through other methods, such mm-hmm. as apps, is now expensive for us. Is $200 a pop, $50 a week for therapy, while in the UK, it's a possibility for you to get it free and or covered by your insurance. Mm-hmm. And so... I really do I really do think that other countries need to open up and state the obvious. America's no longer a first world country. We're a second world country. Yeah. And we do not have all the things that first world countries do have anymore. And that's our problem to deal with. So had to say that. <laughs> had to get that out of my system. Well and and I mean, again, it goes back to our insurance when it comes to medical insurances. Many medical insurances still, uh, I mean, unless your mental health disorder is so severe that you're disabled, and I don't get me on that because even with that, some disability insurances don't cover mental health disorders, even when that's the main reason why they're disabled. So yeah, so we we kind of classify things and you know, you'll look at somebody and say they don't have a disability because what when you look at them they don't look disabled. And then you find out that it's a mental health disorder and well why can't they just do this or can't they That's that's a big because deal. It's not yeah. covered by their insurance, sir. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. So we'll leave that one. Um alone. next one is SAM, uh which is to help uh for anxiety management. This one's also free on iOS and Android, and it's a, it's an anxiety toolkit. So basically, a lot of the things when I have a client who I'm working with who is developing, uh, developing anxiety or has severe anxiety, I would give them like a coping skills toolbox, and this is basically the same thing, except this one's only on an iOS or Android device. So instead of them having to carry around their coping skills box hey, this is their coping skills box on their telephone. Um, so nice. it's an app to des- designed to help people manage their anxiety. Users can record their anxiety levels and identify different triggers. Uh, has self- 25 self-help options to help users cope with physical and mental health symptoms. Uh, users can create a personalized anxiety toolkit featuring adding in the features of the app that they find most useful for uh, easy access. So I guess one of the one of the ones that I actually liked on it was um, if anybody's had like one of those little sand labyrinth things, I like that the repetitiveness of it helps me kind of calm down too. And they have something similar to that on um, Sam. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and I can just basically trace my on, an image on my iPhone, um, sort of like a labyrinth. Uh, or a tree or whatever <laughs> they have there. The next one is IntelliCare, a suite of apps developed by researchers at Northwestern University to target symptoms of depression and anxiety. The apps were developed as part of a national research study funded by the National Institute of Health. Uh, the suite includes the IntelliCare Hub app 
and 12 mini apps. I haven't tried this one, so I, I can't talk about it. Uh, so the mini apps include things like worry not for worry management techniques, thought challengers to help reduce negative thought patterns, and I cope for inspirational messages and reassurance. Um, hmm. So again, this is uh, free on Android devices, not iOS. Sorry, people. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that a lot of so a lot of them will have things like uh, meditation, um, ways to meditate. So the anxiety ones will all have something like that. And this one is this app here is just that. It's a oh my god, I can't say this word. Inquinity. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I yeah. I'll have a link to every all of these that I speak about. Um, it's a meditation timer that also features ge- uh, graphical tracking and journal features. Meditation timer features simple graphics to minimize distraction during meditation. Uh, if users have several stages in their meditation routine, the app can be programmed to chime at the appropriate intervals. So basically, if you like to do visualizations, sort of meditations, this may not be in uh, for you. If you like to do guided meditations, this may not be for you. But if you're the type that just, I need to sit and meditate for a couple of minutes, this is a great timer for you. Um, There's not a lot of visual, um, there's really no visuals on it. It's literally a big circle and at times and it'll give you a sound if you need to go into a deeper meditation uh or it'll just tell you when it ends um do i think it's do i think 4.99 is a bit much for something like that yeah i do it doesn't do a lot it's it's a journal yeah fine you can track a uh when you meditate you want to kind of log down what you meditate on and what type of thoughts come in your head or uh pictures come in your head but again, four ninety nine for this. I th- there are other apps that are free that it's uh, use more useful. There's one app that's on here uh, that's not on here that I did want to talk about, and it was I don't want to talk about it a lot. I'm gonna link a psych text episode on it in our show notes. <laughs> uh, so they talked about this app that's with Facebook Messenger called Wobot. So it is a chat bot. For those people who don't like chatbots, don't use it. But it's a chatbot that use that utilizes CBT to help with people with depression and anxiety, just to kind of talk things out. But again, like I said, it's a chatbot, so you may put in something in there like, "Oh my God, I'm exhausted," which I think is what Kelly was saying, and when she was talking about it, you'll say, "I'm exhausted," and it'll be like, "Hey, that's good. You want to document it." <laughs> and you're really just thinking to yourself okay i said i was exhausted what makes you think i want to document anything and why are you in such a great mood um happy mood so yeah i'm sleepy <laughs> exactly so um i'm sure it just uses kind of trigger words or keywords in it but hey Wobot is another one and it's free uh for a limited time uh only i think you pay uh, if you want more time with it, you have to pay for the service. Um, but again, on Facebook right now, most people are on Facebook, so you can try that one out. So again, this is Code Therapy. Definitely look at the video. It's 15 minutes. doesn't take any time out of your life. And those were just some of the mental health apps that are out there. There are hundreds of apps that are out there there are hundreds of websites that are out there now 
Are they all good? No. <laughs> um, and, and again, like everything else, you're probably just going to have to try things out and see if they work for you. Um, again, none oh, of these... Oh, wait. What? I forgot one. What? Well, this is a, it's not really an app, but it is a site. What? Psychology Today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Psychology Today is basically... It's usually... It's basically the... APA magazine um it does a lot of conversation a lot of um articles about what's going on in psychology but what the what the main thing that they have that's really cool is that they have a search engine so you can put in where you're located what you need and and even what your health insurance is and they can link you to someone who can service you face to face so you can get anything from depression and anxiety um counseling to opioid um addiction um counseling and you can get them to help you in a face to face if you're like me and can't deal with the messaging and the texting and the um talking online but they are really good i use them for my cases when i have to do referrals um, out into the community, I usually use, go through them first to say, oh, I need a mother-child program, someone that can handle something in the Bronx or anywhere else. That And so it's really good for myself and for anybody else who may need um, the service. There you go. <laughs> so that's our plug for psychology today. So Yay. I want to say... Uh, exactly. <laughs> What I want to say is, again, I, I've said it a couple of times already, none of these apps are the be-all, end-all one. None of these <laughs> apps should be used on its own. These should be used with the help of an actual therapist. So in conjunction with a therapist that you're working with, or if you're using psychology today to at least help you find a, a therapist, Talkspace does allow you to talk with them and then we'll evaluate if you do need someone more detailed. So if it's just, you know, work anxiety, yeah, they may be able to help you. But if you're having uh, severe panic attacks on a regular basis, probably not the best thing for you. Yeah, that's about all I can say about all of this. I guess for next time, everybody, if you need to contact me, you can reach me on Twitter at CatMFT, Kat so K-A-T-M-F-T. Or you can reach us both on Twitter at Geeks Fam Therapy. Woo! Leah is at L L F B, which is B E E E. Yay! Three E's. Oh. And you can reach us both on Facebook, right? Facebook. Yes, Facebook with GFT. So look up GFT Geeks and Family Therapy. You will find us. Um, of course, we're also part of the Geek Network podcast. Uh, so if you need to find other podcasts like us, definitely give them a shot. You will find tons of different things you will like where they talk about. Oh, my God, what is it? They'll talk about things like, yes, like tech will talk about psychology and technology and geek therapy. will talk about, guess what? Geeks and therapy. And then there's <laughs> Jedi Council, Rolling for Change, um, which is a great one for for board games and such. Um and I'm probably forgetting some, so we'll just leave it at that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kat with my partner, Lita. We will see you again. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>